Hi everyone, and welcome to the Sparky Ninja podcast. It's been a couple of months since I've uploaded because I've been joining the guys over at E5. We've been putting some great podcasts out with a great number of guest hosts, and I've really been enjoying that, and I'm going to carry on doing that. I decided though now's the time to pick up the Spark and Ninja podcast because there are many things that I can talk about which are more relative to Spark and Ninja's journey. Leveling up, training, and things like that, which to be honest, there's so much content coming through the E5 group podcast that there will just be no room to dedicate any conversations just about Spark and Ninja's agenda or direction. So I'm picking this one back up just to kind of focus on that. But to start off with, I did want to do a podcast talking about E5 because I've never really taken the opportunity to talk about E5 on my YouTube channel or on this podcast. Um, everyone knows, hopefully, that I'm you know, one of the founding members and I'm really involved with E5's works and efforts and that I really enjoy doing it. But I just thought I'd briefly do this just to kind of bridge this gap. I'm going to play a clip. And the reason I'm going to play a clip is, again, I'm part of E5 and I am going to be putting clips of e5 podcasts guys from e5 will join me here i will join them there um, we might do subcasts that's fine that's perfect this clip is from an upcoming podcast where we covered what is e5 and we went back to that because a couple of years ago a video was done about what e5 is but e5 has changed and it's always kind of changing so we did a little update as to what is e5 today where is e5 going and in that long podcast it's a, a good hour or so there was about 15 or so minutes where we talked about what is e5 right now and we also talked about me personally as to how i got involved how i got pulled in why it was that i was approached so i thought that would make a good little 15 minute little snippet and i've cut that out and i thought i'd just introduce it here by first saying about what i think of e5 and then just playing this clip from the e5 podcast so e5 for me um the the origins of it is covered in the clip but i was creating content on the youtube and the content was about trying to show the electrical industry um behind the scenes just to try to show electricians that some of the organizations that we lean on that we rely on aren't doing it well or messing up a little bit not to kind of create problems but to try to show electricians the actual true face of the industry and then at the same time i want to try and help electricians decide to level up it's one of my hashtags that i'm trying to use a lot to actually be better than what the industry wants them to be to try to work harder to become a better electrician to the outputs and that way we can start to improve things we've had quite a long period of decline quite a long period of oh de-skilling is a bit probably probably not the right word or it's hard to find another word but there's been a lot of abuse to training, a lot of abuse to registrations and keywords. You'll hear me say this on the podcast with E5 a lot, authorizing people into the industry. There's been an absolute lack of control, a lack of quality there. And we've seen a real shunt and a real change and it's not great. So again, Spark and Ninja is aspiring to try to level electricians up. I have this other hashtag, which is Mega, M-E-G-A, Make Electricians Great Again. And that's this agenda. And 
E5 is doing great amounts of work behind the scenes. We can't say too much, but listen out for the bigger podcasts on the E5 group, and you'll get a little bit of more of a preview to what we're up to. Okay, but I love E5. I love being part of E5, and I just wanted to pick this other podcast up, however, just so that I can actually support and give you updates of Sparky Ninja's journey as well. Hopefully, this podcast and E5 podcast will both be of good, sound, and lots of technical knowledge. We're also be doing work with other podcasts i can't say much about that right now but we've got manufacturers a couple of manufacturers right now wanting us to engage with them as well so it's good times for good content hope you enjoy this one um i'm going to do another one in a couple of days updating on this um pandemic that we've got going on and then the technical content will start to stream through so let's head over now to the e5 podcast that we recorded with paul minan and dan jackson So for the purpose of people who are listening who may have never heard of the E5 group before, mm-hmm. what is E5? How do you sum it up? Okay. Um, Dave, feel free to jump in any time. But um, from my position, uh, it, we're not a formal business. We're not a not-for-profit. We're not a charity. We're not a limited company in any way. We may be in the future. Um, but as it stands now, I think as a group, we've kind of grown together and merged together and developed uh, a set of principles, which, which is the Statement of Ethical Principles, that the whole group and the whole logo came from the Statement of Ethical Principles published by the Engineering Council. So please go away and read that um, so you can find out more about what we are and the values within it. Um, and we sat down and we were like, well, okay, what what do we want to contribute? We, we're now like a, a gang of mates. There's five of us. Um, we call ourselves the founder members because we're the original guys who went, yeah, this document's really good and the industry has to improve. And the five guys are, obviously, you're the founder, Paul. Um, yeah, I'm the David originator. Watt, David Watts, Sparky Ninja, myself, um, Dan Jackson, Ryan Dempsey, and Paul Skirm. So there's the five originals. Yeah, who are, yeah, so Ryan and Paul were busy tonight, otherwise they'd be on this, but that's mm. fine. That's how we roll when we do our podcast, although Ryan may jump in. You never know with Dempsey. And we do have an open uh, call for all of them to jump in if they need to. Um, obviously, we've been uh, joined by lots of other people as well on that adventure, John Ward and, and others. Um, uh, Lee Ward, no relation obviously, um, Adrian Davey and others um, who are very much valued. But for us, it was taking that document and not using it as doctrine and saying, do you know what, this is a really good document that nobody really knows exists. Why don't they know it exists? And uh, you, go on. <clears throat> i got a question then. Go on in. Because I was, you know, I was in the group when you did that video, but we didn't actually, you know, it was just you two. So there was a bigger group for a period of time and they got shrunk down. And I believe I was the last of the five to be pulled into this five. Is that correct? Yes. Yes, it was. All right. So this that's, that's, be- that's because you was hiding, Dave. I was hiding. Yeah, in all fairness, so, you were hiding. Yeah, you were. What was it about? What was Okay, without kind of, like, you, know, you know, trying to like blow smoke up my ass or anything. What was it that was the reason why I was suitable? I needed to be brought really into simple. it. And then we decided... I- I fell in love with you the minute I saw you. I had to get hold of you. I couldn't have enough of you. I just wanted to cuddle up to you, your warm manliness. No, no, um, no, please don't sue me for that. Sorry, cool. It was it was the the content you put online, Dave, um, yeah. as Sparky Ninja. Right. And it was sort of 
highlighting some really interesting points about the electrical industry, saying how it's broken and what needs to be done. And obviously you was anonymous at the time. And mm-hmm. I remember watching your YouTube stuff because you commented on one of my videos and I was oh, like, yeah. who, who is this guy? And then I watched like all of your stuff and I was like trying to track you down online, trying to find out who you are. And then I found you on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I remember this. You found me. You found me on LinkedIn. Then when I went on to YouTube, I found that you could receive messages, and I found a message from you that was like six months old when I finally found messages on YouTube. I also found one from Tom Nagy. They've shut that off, I think now. Yeah, DMing on YouTube. I had a good old message from Tom Nagy. I had one from Dan months after it. But yeah, so um, I got brought into it, and then you guys, having had some experience with other characters, decided that that's enough. Well, there's a little bit. Five. There's a little bit more to it than that, Dave. So, um, for me, it was, um, and I use this term a bit because one of the nicest men that I've ever known used it. Um, Sadly, he's not with us anymore. Um, The one of the reasons why um, I looked at you as uh, a phenomenal addition to E5 was the conduct of your character. I know it's a term that Sparks don't use much, but the way you portrayed yourself in your videos, the passion, the integrity, the level of detail, the, the analytics. The, no, no, the analytics. Yeah, yeah, ignore the effects. Um, <laughs> and the mechanisms of which you took something dry, drass, and boring and made it accessible to all at any level was so heartwarming and so fulfilling it was a natural um with the four of us with our skill sets and our knowledge we had it was a natural thing to ask you to come and join and contribute your talents to to share and improve us and i'll be honest with you years long gone by i have every single one of you guys in my brain in various scenarios so if i'm at work talking about fire i'm i'm not talking as paul i'm talking as dan fire dan or i'm having a conversation with dan if i'm talking about education sector i've got you in my brain Mm. if i'm talking about compliance or business i've got ryan in my if i'm having a technical argument i'm literally sitting in the room going no no don't say no no because the directives say no um and that i see as such an armor plating um uh uh, skill it's enhanced my own central abilities my own knowledge my own confidence um and i've always said that the best friends are the ones that you respect and who bring something to the table not the friends that just go hey buddy and then leech off of you and and i i've taken something from every one of you guys i'm not giving it back um <laughs> but it's it that's what kind of attracted when we first started we had a whatsapp group it was a car wreck I think we should just leave it at that, to be honest. It was a WhatsApp group with Car Wreck, and it was a lot of complaining. Um, I don't want to upset anyone who's listening to this. It wasn't conducive or positive or with action. It, it, it just wasn't right for what we were trying to do. And I, I just took stock and stepped back. I went, no, 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 no. The, the guys who are doing this need to not be in this for themselves in any way this is a bigger thing and that's why over time we've agreed that anything we do as e5 is voluntary it's not paid we don't take any money for it it's that in itself is a demonstration of commitment and passion to give up our own time and efforts while still trying to juggle family and business life um using the statement of ethical principles as i've said when i created that logo that circle of continuous improvement around that statement there is not many people who have and let's be honest about it section one honesty and integrity sadly people are going to go mental for me saying that fucking hell 
in this yeah. industry, I'm telling you now, I've met so many wankers who don't have honesty, integrity, and just lie through their back teeth rather than telling the truth. Please don't take that as a character assassination of the whole industry. Respect for life, law, and environment, and public good. Yeah, accuracy and rigor, leadership. This document would never have been written if there wasn't a need for it. Because this is not a massively old document. This was introduced for a reason by the Engineering Council. So by putting that at the centre and, and, and it it naturally coming from Section E5 of the uh, Engineering Council's competency framework, and, and for those listening, if they're wondering what the Engineering Council's competency framework is, if you Google UK spec for engineering competence, you will find a document that has an A to E criteria. There's 17 criteria in total and the very last criteria introduced i believe it was in 2007 was e5 and it was demonstrate ethics in an applied manner so when you're becoming professionally registration regist- regist- registered ing tech you have to be able to discuss and identify how you would apply ethics in the workplace it's called e5 that's what we were named after okay but the statement of ethical principles is the detailed explanation of how you would do that so maximize public good minimize actual and potential adverse effects uh, take account of uh, availability of resources uphold standing of profession that's in section two um, challenge statements or policies that cause you professional concern section four leadership and communication so I saw that as something that didn't have to be with the, you know, the high and mighty engineers or the chartered folk. This is something that apprentices could learn, engineers could learn, um, electricians, teachers, trainers, people managing it. And it says in the document it's aimed at every single person engaged in engineering activities. So when I first thought about it, I thought, well, if we use this, we can promote the document. We can promote um, a better level of upskilling in your knowledge and hopefully in your applied behaviours. But soon after i it, it kind of became obvious that we had to do something if we were gonna go on as a group together and that's where we then sat in coventry and said look if we we're ever going to become something we need to have a vision or values or our pillars as we called them um and that was when we decided on influence inspire inform and dave as i've said before you were the one who came up and said look we're going to do this we've really got to support people and educate people because that's kind of the root cause of where most things in our industry have gone wrong and that was our five pillars. And you, you look at them now. I've got them as my screensaver. <laughs> we can do that. We can influence people with our right behaviours. We don't have to call ourselves influencers. I can't stand that word. You know, I, I don't. Know. Um, we can inspire people by achieving things in our personal and professional lives. We can inform people with facts. We can support them if they need an arm around them or just a voice um, that will listen to them or talk to them. We can educate them. That's within our skill set. Yeah, we're we're trying to do the right thing around that document, and I think that's a good thing. Mm. So going back to the video first of all, yeah, and you described what E5 was. Yeah, is it a different description now? Is there a change? Yeah, yeah. well, we didn't it? have we didn't have the visions and values in the video. E5 was pretty much um, if you wear this badge, you're promoting statement of ethical principles. We hadn't developed or emerged to the point where, as a group, we sat down and said, as a group, we need to do things. 
around a, a focused vision. Uh, it was a matter of um, wear a badge to promote the statement of ethical principles and, and effectively tell us that you'll abide by it. Okay, that's what the initial vision was. Bit pants at the time, but it was it was something that took off massively. It, it was something, and we used the hashtag E5 on social media, and that was to the way I explained to people is you can help promote E5. It's just obviously what you do day to day, and um, it's about raising standards, using ethics within your work. Yep. And if, if you stand for that, you promote E5, you can use the hashtag. And obviously, we started sending out badges that you pay for yourself, Paul. I do pay for uh, every single one, yep. Yeah, every single badge Cost me that's a been out there fortune. has come out of Paul's pocket, literally out yep. of Paul's pocket. Um, <laughs> and um, it, sometimes people request a badge to become a member, and mm. there can be a lot of people being a little bit um, impatient because they don't get a badge, you know, because we get so many emails. But do you know what? It's, it's just one of those things that – we do this voluntary a we don't make any money out of it and you know money has to be a part of whatever even though it's out of paul's pocket and some people have even said to us you know if you took some money from people if they could contribute something then we can grow into this bigger thing yeah but obviously amongst us we've decided that yeah. I have had I have had offers of money from people before, and I've always said the same thing. And I'll say it on this podcast: if you want, if you feel like um, we've helped you or we've done something for you, you want to contribute, go to your local college, give them some equipment, give them some of your time. If you really want to make a monetary donation, give it to the electrical industry charities. I think I've said that before to a number of people, yeah. uh, and, and just use our name in the reference. I don't care, but. I don't want money near us, and I know loads of people hate us for that, but uh, at the moment, that's the nature of the beast. I mean, in five years' time, I may end up being a consultant, and if I'm a consultant, I may call my company E5. Why? Because it's my brand. I own it. Why the hell not? And in fairness, I'll take some of that money and pump it into buying more badges and more stamps. Why the hell not? Um, but it still will. I will still be able to keep the two separate because consultancy is a consultancy, and E5 is always going to be about influence, inspire, inform, support, and educate voluntarily. Helping we we've over the last year, especially, uh, I think it's fair to say we've agreed that education is something we can we can definitely influence and inspire. Um, it's fairly evident from all the colleges we've been to around the country, there is a mass, a mass shift needed in the knowledge and understanding of how FE works and the support that the college lecturers need. How do we attract and retain talent into that sector? How do we also go to the bigger, and if we dare say it in this podcast, the Pandora's box of how do we address the elephant in the room that is the city and guilds and the awarding bodies, um, I, th I would genuinely say they need to come to the table at some point and say, you're kind of ruining our industry. Well, I may be having a little chat with them in a week or two's time. You may be, because I think you're going to a conference, aren't going you? To, going to a conference, and I'm not going for the tea and coffee. No, you're going no. there. <laughs> you're going there, fixed by an um, It is. It is I mean, we, we've seen qualifications redone, rewritten, scrapped and relaunched, and we've seen trailblazers brought in. We're seeing T-levels brought in now. Um <clears throat> there are organisations trying to develop, develop some level of structure in these qualifications, uh, but there are too many different interests from different areas, different angles, different so ends. There are some people who have said to me over the last few years, especially, why do you do what you do? Sometimes, I mean, like, there's one clause, uh, not knowingly mislead or allow others to be misled. Reject bribery and improper influence. Respect confidentiality. Declare conflicts of interest. We know 
that there are conflicts of interest at all sorts of levels in our industry. Yeah. We challenge it. We call it out. Um, and some, we're, we're a, bit, a bit more mature now. We do it a bit more privately, um, <laughs> it's fair to say. Um, but we, we still do it. We won't use the, the, the wonderful world of Twitter and stuff to uh, spill our guts anymore because... And I guess... It's important to mention that because if ever there is debates or things on Twitter that we do agree with or we don't agree with, we don't necessarily voice our opinions because we keep off of that platform yeah. as much as we can. Yeah, it's um, too it's too damn toxic know, to honestly. It is, and it's um, it's there's no there's no time to actually get in on with that. And that and that's also another thing as well for those listening. Um, if you have ever messengers, a couple of bits. Um, today I was on the phone apologising to somebody um, because uh, I made some mistakes in uh, past going going back a while where I made some tweets in my own personal um, Twitter account which were probably a little bit facetious and stupid and and of course wrongly worded. It was passionate, but it was it was wrongly. Yes, it was wrongly worded, and I I apologise today. And I have made hopefully up with that individual, and have come to a very respectful conclusion with that individual, and we're moving on together in the right way with the right um, relationship. So not even I get it right all Mm. the time, and I'm happy to admit that. But the one thing that has happened, what we noticed, was the website was a disaster. Um, because for about a year, all the requests we got didn't go anywhere. They seemed to just got lost in the ether. So I've had loads of people going, oh, I wrote for membership. And I was just like, well, hang on this. We're not a formal membership, so there's no membership. It's And then I realized, hang on, we need to sort this out. And so now if people wear the badge, we call them an affiliate to the main group where they they, they are basically wearing the badge. They're supporting the main group's activities. They're also committing themselves to that statement of ethical principles. That's as far as it goes for now. We've also had um, some organisations, companies, um, bodies or whoever say that, you know, sort your members out because people who are saying obviously they're E5 members um, have, you know, caused a bit of a stir one way or the other, whether it's on social media. And we're looked at as if we're responsible for that. Yeah, I've had, listen, I've spent the last year of my life being told, sort your fucking members out. And I I always love the silence when I say, but we're not a formal membership organisation. I'm not their mother. <laughs> I can't tell someone what to do. I'm not their mother. I fully respect everybody's views and opinions. However, I will work to realign someone's views and opinions in a respectful and private manner if they are wrong and misinformed. However, if they're misinformed, we as an industry are misinforming people. So you can't exactly blame passionate people who may not have all the facts in front of them. Yeah, that's um, true. It is true. Um, <clears throat> what can we say now? about what E5 is doing. What are we allowed to say? Ooh. Um, so I'm we, asking we, you that question. We're, um, we're creating a CPS. Um, no, I'm uh, No. <laughs> <laughs> You've spilt the beans. Um, I think it's fair to say that just, we are... Just so that people are, know that we are doing stuff. Yeah, so yeah, we are taking said. steps to build some bridges. I, I would say that's fairly evident. I think now we'll leave it at that. Yeah. We are trying to plan some more events with further education college. I mean, Christ, I did four last week. Mm. So um, we have we did we did discuss this just last week. The idea, I mean, this is just an idea of maybe doing a in the next academic year doing some kind of tour with FE colleges. As you say, we going we keep going back to FE. Um, FE 
does need to evolve. I'll go back to City and Gills and the like. We, you know, if we keep delivering training on two plate, three plate wiring systems, whilst, you know, if the apprentices go to an exhibition, they see kinetic switching, wireless switching, all these new innovations, new technologies, that stuff needs to get into FE. Mm-hmm. We start, you know, we need to start evolving FE and also just fixing it. Um, so that's something we have considered. It's fair to say, I think we, we are, we are spending a lot more time talking to manufacturers um, but that's more of professional engagement, advising them, mm-hmm. um, having pleasant and mutual discussions more than anything else, not being sponsored by them or anything else. Mm-hmm. Our, our podcast, we had our first manufacturer on it um, the other week. Um, we've got more manufacturers coming in who will offer their technical expertise, not their sponsorship. Um I think as it stands, um, in all fairness, there is an event, and this will be out before then anyway, so everybody will know. On the March 31st, there is a conference at the IET, which um, is about the competency issues in the industry. And I think it's fair to say that um, I've been quite busy sorting that out in amongst doing free university lectures, (laughs) colleges. By the way, it's only March. I won't be there. You won't be there. Dave has voiced his concerns on Twitter for the world to know, and I think um, that resonated amongst the ivory towers of the IET. Yeah, the IET heard. The IET heard the ninja quite loudly. Um, uh, I think it's oversubscribed, although I'll probably get in trouble for saying that. Um, it's it's oversubscribed, but it's supposed to be a small, intimate conference where they, they talk. I have no idea what I'm going to say. I'm chairing a panel on competency. Um, I'm, to be honest, you'd be more than likely just to stand up and talk from the heart. Um, I don't care who's there. Nobody will tell me what to say. I will just speak from the heart. Um, I will, however, be very polite and professional because I'll be wearing a shirt and tie, so it will be um, best foot forward in front of MPs and all the rest of it. But I will do my best to represent and, and make sure that the, there is a message resonating around that room that's it guys I'll see you in the next podcast take care of each other bye bye now